Welcome back, bro beans and dudettes. I'm Daniel Talbot. This is Your Balance, where we discuss practical approaches to psychology, philosophy, and health science. Today, we're going to be talking about how to focus on the process and not the outcome to maintain successful goals. So I think that when we start out, we make a lot of plans in regard to our new goals. We spend a lot of time thinking about them and preparing for them. And this makes us feel pretty good. It makes us feel good because we feel like we're making steps towards those goals. And in some sense, we might. But often and generally, the only way to attain those goals is by doing the work. No goal is ever really accomplished um, unless you do the work. And what skill was learned by research and not practice? Unless your goal was to be a researcher. So knowing that doing the work gets you to your goal, that preparation doesn't contribute to attaining it, then the planning of what and how doesn't really get you very far. My good friend bounces back and forth with his weight, losing loads before snow season, then putting it back on during the off season. I've helped him through this process a few times of going back and forth with weight. And this time, and not for the first time, (laughs) I've been cooking him meals too, so he can learn the portion size and different food options. It is excellent that he uses this external motivator to encourage his weight loss, the snowboarding that motivates him. I keep talking about motivation and triggers, and he's a great example of using your environment to help guide your decisions. You're three times more likely to hit your targets with a clear purpose when you start out. His target this time was to lose 10 kilos in 10 weeks, which is very accomplishable. In the past, he would weigh himself daily to demonstrate his progress to himself and give him him emotional boosts and motivational boosts along the way. This is normally great practice, I think. Using success as a motivator to help give you momentum. It's, and then by doing so, it's like as if you're breaking down the task into smaller achievable targets, giving you a steady stream of dopamine every time you hit one of those targets. The problem is that this resulted in an outcome focus. Once the goal of losing the 10 kilos was achieved, he no longer had the motivator to lose the weight to carry him forward. Motivation, inspiration, Energy are all controlled by us. In essence, we decide what invokes the feelings in us. My friend chose snowboarding to invoke that motivation. So in this example, breaking down the goal to lose 10 kilos as a motivator is no longer an option. It's not going to be helpful in this situation because we've created an endpoint to the healthy lifestyle, which is the 10 kilos, which was the outcome of the weight loss. The difference between people that stick to that outcome and keep the weight off are those that focus on the process and not the outcome. To focus on process, we must ask a few questions. Using the explained situation, ask, why do I want to lose 10 kilos? In this situation, it was to snowboard better, right? I suggest changing the reason. Get to the core of what you want. For my friend, it might be to snowboard without getting sore or to snowboard at his best. I'd say that there are a lot of pride in these statements. They're saying, I want to feel good about myself. And that's great. We can say that most of our ambitions are basically for our pleasure, even if they are for other people, as we wouldn't reach for things that make our lives worse. Knowing this, to envision yourself accomplishing your task, 
taking quiet internal time to sit in that feeling that you would be produced by completing the task can be your true motivation. It's good to have pride in this, to associate that with an emotional trigger for yourself to motivate you. So then what does 10 kilos have to do with getting that goal? It's an outcome, but it doesn't ensure that the feeling will be achieved. What if he puts on weight through muscle, slowing him down, or even worse, loses weight and didn't have a good time? The outcomes don't line up with what you actually want. As outcomes are byproducts of process, and focusing on outcomes has led to failure maintaining those outcomes in the past, perhaps a reshift of focus is required. I like what Tim Ferriss says in the four hour work week that we don't want to be millionaires, rather have the lifestyle of one. A lifestyle is a process that has become ingrained in people. How do we ingrain the weight loss lifestyle into my friend's situation? By asking more questions. Again, we're going to use visualization to help see that goal realized and yourself in that position. Once you see that, ask yourself, how does this person behave? Get detailed. When do they wake up? How do they manage their relationships? Even the clothes they wear and what they eat. Now, making any choice, food choices too, ask the question, does this line up with the person that I am? A snowboarder in this situation. And a snowboarder doesn't let themselves put on 10 kilos in the first place. They are athletes and they behave as such. It's all about the stories we tell ourselves about the people that we are. For my friend, a snowboarder that eats well because that's just what a snowboarder does means he doesn't need to check his weight. He just needs to keep doing what a snowboarder does. Then for my friend, rather than regular weigh-ins, I've suggested he only weigh himself at the end of the 10-week period, removing some focus away from the outcome. This helps allocate more mental energy to the process because now there is one less thing to be concerned with. How much do I weigh? Right? This means he must trust the process that I've outlined for him. He has no choice if he wants to get to his goal. The brain power is locking in on and being used for process. Part of the issue with weight control and over-monitoring is that often when someone reaches a milestone, it can be a time to celebrate, and rightly so. However, if you're reaching goals that aren't in line with what you expected, and they often aren't, you tend to either celebrate more or less than required, hindering your progress. If you focus more of your energy on process, you'll be more successful and often see that you're overachieving your weight loss targets. And by not weighing yourself, you'll be able to do that and not just get to that 10 kilo objective. So most of all diets work to some extent. We just fuck them up. Maybe that's the worst part of regularly weighing yourself. You can find excuses to slack off because you're closer to the goal than you expected or further away. Also, when you don't hit your weight targets, often you can feel like, what's the point? And this makes you feel deflated and defeated. There's no, nothing less motivating than feeling like the good work you've been doing was for nothing. I'm telling you that regular weigh-ins are messing with your health. It creates emotional responses that can result in acting out by eating food. Maybe you can think of it as a, a thought process that might flow like this. Hit weight target. Oh my, deserve reward. Food can be my reward. 
Or maybe on the other side of it, missed weight target. Now I feel bad. Pity, pity. Ah, fuck it. Food's reward. Or food to make me feel better, rather. By not focusing on the process, we can disable our progress. There are three questions to help you get on the process track and away from focusing on outcomes. Number one, ask, what do I really want? And you ask why five times. I want to lose 10 kilos, why? And then to that answer, ask why again. And then to that answer, again. Do that five times and hear what the answer sounds like at the end. And maybe that can be your motivator for doing the goal, doing the work. Number two, visualize what this looks and feels like. Our motivators are emotional and we want to tie an emotion to this goal. Three, is what I'm doing in line with the person I envision? So finally, to help ensure you're on the right track, if you have to think about making that last question a yes in any situation, if you have to think about it for more than a few seconds, then it's likely a no. Don't spend too long thinking about it because as Richard Bean Feynman tells us and what I'll leave you with from this discussion, you must not fool yourself and you are the easiest person to fool. Thanks for listening and I will speak to you again next time.